We're starting with another Kanye song. Starting with another Kanye snippet. Another quality episode for you guys. So we just woke up. Just let the music just... Can't turn it up. Don't ruin the song. Don't ruin the song. Don't ruin the song. Just let it... You know, we gotta turn it down. Don't want Spotify to clap us. Anyways, welcome, guys. So it's we, we just, just, woke, we just up. woke up. We, this is the first time that we haven't argued about the intro. I know, true. That's the first time we haven't argued about the intro since we started. But yeah, today, you know, we got a special guest. You know, he's you know, up there. You know, among, amongst the elites, part the of elites. the top one percent. <laughs> Here with us, we got President of XU L A L A. Emmanuel. I wasn't done. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. It's, what, it's whatever. It's whatever. Hey, yo. What's up? How you doing? We're good. We're good. We're good. We're live. We're, we're live. We're live. We're live. Anyways, um, what was I going to say? So I wanted to start this episode off by saying, so I want to thank everyone for, you know, supporting us, for listening to us, you know, been, um, been with us since March. Yeah, yeah, true. Since March. Since March, you know, now we in July. 16 listeners strong. Don't worry, don't worry. Well, four hundred. Well, we're counting in total. Four hundred fifty-three listeners in total, right? That's Center. plays. Well, plays. But yeah. But yeah, it's not about us. Emmanuel, how you been? How have I been? Uh, quarantine. How about you? The same. Yeah. What do you mean quarantine? Quarantine was the the last time like quarantine had significance was like maybe like December or but, November. But I feel like we still, I don't know. I feel like Texas is definitely uh, getting out of it. But in Louisiana, even when you are outside, you're in a bubble. <laughs> like, Dude, no, I remember, no I think around around this time last year, I think they were blocking, like, travel to Louisiana or something. Mm-hmm. It was something yeah. like that. It was something yeah. like that because I guess y'all just had it worse than y'all just travel, had it worse. I remember when I was leaving, uh... When we were leaving in March, the reason why like we left so early was because they were blocking interstate travel. So like you couldn't leave, you couldn't enter type thing. <laughs> that would have been unfortunate. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess you're right. Like quarantine is kind of phasing out. But then this annoying Delta variant. Oh, yeah, no, no, for we real. We were just Bro, getting somewhere good. And then here comes the Delta variant. Like, and then know. and then they just they recently just had Rolling Loud. And that's going to be... Yeah, a super spreader event. Super spreader event. Did that really just happen in the United States? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. The thing is, is that I really called this like in January, bro. I called this. What the Delta variant? Yeah, I said we're gonna be back to square one, and look where we're Uh, look where we're headed. I say square three, you know, because (laughs) well, we're we're really counting square four because we (laughs) we literally. So we're at. I guess I call this like the fourth phase of COVID. It's like at first we everybody takes it seriously. We we buckle down, mm-hmm. and then second they get a second wave, you know, and then third people start getting tired of it, and they just kind of 
Yeah. And then the vaccine, actually, actually more than four phases, then the vaccine comes out and then people start like, you know, easing up a bit. And then now we're at the fifth where it's uh, we're getting a resurgence of COVID, but then nobody wants to get yeah, vaccinated. I feel like it's kind of like if, if we made it this far, <laughs> then anything can stop us, especially for those who already had COVID. Mm. Oh no, like no, the, the crazy thing is that the crazy thing is like I saw this tweet this morning and it was like almost six hundred six hundred thousand people died of COVID, and America literally did nothing about their healthcare system. Absolutely, literally right. didn't change it. Literally didn't nope. even like even even get a public option. I thought you know there'd be a bigger push for like, hey, you know this healthcare stuff. Maybe it should be a right. We shouldn't just say it like we shouldn't just say it as like a, you know, as like a little slogan. We should actually believe it. Or maybe, maybe, let's uh, start trading stocks for these vaccination companies. How about that? Or also, do which that. is really what happened. Oh no, that's true. Right? No, that's it no, that's a, fact. a whole. Oh gosh. And uh, also, I'm ashamed because I was a part of that tra- that stock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. Wait, I think, I think I were, bought Moderna. Like when they were when Pfizer released, um, said that their um, vaccines were ready to roll out. I bought their stock. Oh gosh. Hey, 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 you're doing better than me. I, I, for a whole year, this I'm ashamed to. I'm ashamed to admit it. What happened? I oh, know this one. I'm ashamed to admit it, but. For almost a year, I had a, I have a I had an index fund that was funding private prisons. This entire time, you should have kept that to yourself. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. you you, you have kept... no you had no you had that same index fund. What is it? It was Arc Innovation. Yeah, no, I did it. Yes, no, I did it. You never had Arc Innovation. No, right, we can go check it right now, bro. Because when I saw that, bro, I was crushed. I was like, no, y'all knowingly funded. No, I unknowingly. I okay. unknowingly. Bro swears that I was a part of this. I was not a part of this. I mean, part. if it's unknowingly, what did you do when you found out? Oh, I sold them. Well, oh. I already sold. I already sold a bunch of my stocks anyway. Did you I sell was... them because you felt convicted, or did you sell them? Oh, no, because I sold... you didn't make a return on your investment. Okay, no. Here, here's here's thing. So oh. I sold a bunch of my stocks like two months. I mean, I sold a lot, all of them two months ago because I was expecting like some crash. And then I started, Same. and I was like trying to come up with another, you know, like strategy just in case, like, you know, after this crash happens, quote unquote. And I was just like looking through all the stocks, and then I found a website that shows. All the like it gives a rating for all like the ETFs if it has prison labor if it has oil companies because I was trying to like look I was trying to set up a Roth IRA also and I was like oh wow I was like but yeah if I set it up you're gonna be funding private prisons regardless yeah like especially if you do wait you had VTI also VTI Vanguard's told anything pretty much if you invest Bro, if you invest you're in the Van- only one at fault here you're the only one at fault he's trying <laughs> to drag you, me I know. down he's Bro. trying to drag me down if you try to if you get if you pretty much if you invest in anything vanguard you're no, probably yeah and and the the reason why this even came to me is because um i was watching a video about how um rap executives they are investing in private prisons so they're making, they're pr- promoting like these like rap songs that would like that pretty much, yeah. you know, glorify the whole like trap crime and stuff like crime, crime yeah. and that, while they're investing in private prisons. It's kind of sick when you think about it. And I started thinking, because I think because in the video the the guy brought up Vanguard and I was like, wait a minute, I've I I'm I'm invested in Vanguard. Wait, let me turn this off. So wait, I'm invested in Vanguard. But yeah, it's kind of you can't really run away from it. There's always going to be blood on your hands. 
I hope you're I hope you're satisfied with yourself. Oh no, I'm not. Did, did I'm you not make the all. money that you that you wanted? Hmm. Yes, I did. I did. I did. I'm not proud of it, but I did. Wow. Uh, I remember, I remember oh, the no. beginning of um. <laughs> I don't know. I remember the beginning of this pandemic when I was just so into stocks and stuff like that. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, dang, you know, I'm going to get, I'm going to be, better be in my bag this year. Oh, yeah. No, honestly, like, I never, I never, y'all should have, y'all should have been my friend when y'all had the chance. <laughs> oh, geez. I never willingly watched CNBC before. Oh, like, gosh. I was that deep into, like, just like the whole bro, stock. We were reading really? financial documents, bro. What? Like, I know we will FaceTime each other. We're like, okay. It's, it was, really? Oh, did you join the shareholders um, conference call? Like, dude, were serious. we were talking about, like, but we had so much time during the beginning of the, of the pandemic. That that's the hobby we that's the hobby we picked up while people that's are out here gardening. Hobby, though. I know is because people were really sitting here doing nothing. The people were gardening. Make, the thing, yo, I wish I, I, I did gardening rather than trading stocks because really? I literally gained nothing from that. Well, I mean, I gained almost nine hundred dollars. There you go. You gained a strategy. To, I hope. Strategy, Yikes. bro. I was Yikes. reading documents, lying to myself, thinking that I knew what I was doing. <laughs> I know what I was doing. And then, um. And then um, after, I think after the whole GameStop thing, and I tried to invest in Nokia, I lost like a third of my. Nope. Um, Nokia. My... Did this guy just say Nokia? Yeah. Yes. No, no, no. I no, no, because no, I invested in Nokia, and I got like. Why? I get. I think in like I was, was up like thirty three percent. I'm shooting up. Yeah, Why? it was like a the little like short squeeze thing that they were doing oh, back in January. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I because I couldn't because I couldn't get in, into GameStop, so I was like, all right, well. The next Nokia, thing, Ooh. I guess. and then Sundial. What about uh, Dogecoin? That's that was popular, dude. After, don't, after, don't don't tell me about Dogecoin, bro. <laughs> that makes me so mad. I, I lost a lot of money. I no, okay. Look here. The thing is that I was I was up at least a hundred and twenty something percent, and then what's his name? Elon goes Elon, on yeah. he goes on SNL and being extremely yeah. unfunny, unfunny bro. <laughs> like yeah. extremely I, I don't unfunny. watch SNL so I don't I don't know what what their gauge of funny is but I just watched that performance I'm like yo it's not this it's, guy SNL is not, is not, funny. not funny at like but, I don't understand how it's been on TV for so long but I don't understand how I, I still try to understand how something like that affects stocks right because somebody was just he was just kind of being a little stupid but then that affects the stock. Yeah, stock That's rich. why I stopped investing in like the it stock market. It peaked at seventy four cents. Like, yeah, in general, because like think about it. Why is it that an action of one person can destroy an entire the lives life? of others? Like for like, example, exactly. Bill Gates, I think, sold a, a a large percent of his um shares in this one stock, and like the market was down like fifteen percent. What kind of nonsense is that? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And also, <clears throat> since we're talking about stock, like why, like the market. Let's talk about Nancy Pelosi when she um she it, she came, it came out that she bought I forgot how many shares of Tesla she bought and then dude Tesla's stock price just skyrocketed like bro this stuff like it's pretty much we we pretty much know that there's no actual like if if you, if you see a stock guy and he's like oh no there's actually a strategy you gotta do no it's not it's like seventy percent luck I'll probably I might actually go as high as say eighty percent. 80, no, it's just like eighty percent insider. Like if you're consistently making money, you're doing insider trading. There's no way you actually have a strategy. Stocks versus forex trading. Forex is much better. Like forex, because yeah. forex at least looks like it seems like there's an actual like strategy. But like there's no oh, Donald Trump just Donald Trump just bought half of America's currency and yeah, there's or, there's Donald so much that just goes into chance when when it goes to stocks. 
Yeah, but like with Forrest, it's like a set. Okay, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And if you're able to figure it out, then, you know, you make money. Yeah. But the whole thing, but the thing is, that's I hate that people are using Forex to have people join their IMLs. Yeah. That's so annoying. That's, and that gives Forex yeah, a bad name. You it. can actually make money with Forex. That's why if I see Forex trading in their bio, yeah. Investor. Yeah, or that stupid, um, like, chart emoji thing. Oh, it's always the chart. Tap in. Tap in, yo. Tap in, tap in, tap in, tap in. I, like, I well, don't want to tap. Like, they even have a they have a structure of how they approach you too. One, they ask you how are you doing or whatever. They do the introduction. Then they oh, go, this has happened to you? No, 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 no. Like, no. Well, it's happened to me multiple As times. You or loved one. No, no. And then they then they go into like, are you happy with what you're doing? Do you want to get? And then they mm-hmm. do. Do you want to go on mm-hmm. a side hustle? And then after that, when I get to this point, I kind of understand what's going on. And I try to cut down, like, change the subject or just not talk about this. But then I just stop responding. No, I mean like in real life when they'll just be like, yeah, just stop oh. responding. <laughs> how does that work? Just, Bye. Oh yeah, true. But that's rude. Okay, I'm not a rude person. Okay, but don't you respect your time? Yeah, but it's mm, interesting. I guess. But I want to go. I want to get back to Emmanuel. I want to ask you know about your presidency. You know. Oh my gosh. Oh, so yeah, you know, let's ha- let's ha- ask the hard hitting hitting questions. What do you think about white kids going to HBCUs? <laughs> 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 but, but the question no. I first want because this. Dang, Eman- nice deflection. Emmanuel. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Emmanuel is the first president in XULA. Because, mm-hmm. you know, y'all be, y'all be pressuring me about that one. The, yeah, because you could. At have, first, you said XU. To what? XU, yeah. XULA, yeah. I mean, before. All right, like I was saying. He's the first president in XULA's history to win two terms in like 40 years. In but 40. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which is basically like yeah, decades, like you know, multiple generations. Um, yeah, so like being student body president at Xavier University of Louisiana is—I don't even know how I got there sometimes, but um, I don't know. Winning like two terms, two years. Yeah, it wasn't easy, um, but it also came naturally. So. Dang, it was like nice flex. <laughs> it came naturally. It came naturally. I could I do this by myself, you know. You know, like you know, it, it. I I think about it like for y'all. If you go to a workplace and you start doing things, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, Daniel! Oh, favor! Oh, what you're doing is so great!" And you're just like, "Okay, that's yeah, yeah, true. That's, that's kind cool. of I've been doing it, you know, and I appreciate somebody for recognizing it. But for me, it's like the stuff I was doing. I did that at church, yo. Oh no, yeah, true. Did department. it for the glory. Oh God, I feel you, I feel you. Um, and I guess like since I was younger, I kind of always looked at operational effectiveness and how to drive outcomes and all that stuff. Damn, this guy already had that and business, then, like he had a business mind's brain. Bro, bro, <laughs> boss baby, bro, never, be a CEO. I'm telling you, wanted to be boss a business baby major. over here. We're gonna be joining his shareholders meeting. Oh, you're oh. funny. I never wanted to be a business major. That's another story all on its own. Oh, what do you want to be? I want to be a doctor, but the, I don't want to be a doctor. doctor. No, no. So what do you want to be now? Like being a doctor is just like that's like twelve years, twelve additional years. Yeah, I mean you can, uh, but hey, the fact that we're in college, like if you count from kindergarten until now, you felt like it was hell. But here we are, like we blinked and here we are. So I feel like the argument, which at that school, it's a pre med school. That's like the biggest. I mean, they were known for that. Now Mm -hmm. they're kind of diversifying, which is good. But that's why I initially went there, and then I ended up switching my major, <laughs> beginning of 2020 of all years, um, to business management, and it wasn't an easy decision. Like the the department head was like, 
you need to switch. I was trying to get a, I dropped pre-med and I said, okay, I want a business admin minor. And he was like, mm, I'm not going to give that to you. I said, what do you mean give? <laughs> it's an application. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I, I think you should do a business management major. So anyway, I talked to my mentor and she was like, if I could do it again, mm. mind you, my mentor is pretty successful. And so for her to say, if I could do it again, mm-hmm. I said, shoot, where do I sign? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like being student body president, I won during the, like right at the beginning of the pandemic, we mm-hmm. were in the middle of campaigning and we went virtual. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Sounds yeah. So tough. And we, yeah, you know, and you, you see people's characters and stuff and oh my gosh, like this is a freaking student government. Like you can calm down. <laughs> um, <laughs> like the bad girls club. Yeah, I mean, it's literally, I think of college like it's an, it's a life of its own. You know, like if you live on campus, it's you have Dude, colleges food. are literally like just mini towns, like mini yeah, cities. Yeah, they're mini cities. You have food, you have entertainment, you have a social life, you have faith. Like we have a whole chapel. Mm-hmm. Um, you have pretty much everything you need to encapsulate yourself for four years right. if you decided to never go home. Um, and so with that, when you're, you're, I mean, you're doing everything there. Oh my gosh! You eat, you sleep, you play. Everything is all in one space. You know how it is. You end up getting involved with different stuff, and people start concocting some type of story to make their lives more important. It seems. And so over there, you know, I was just minding my business freshman year, and then I became I ran for freshman class treasurer. That was cool. Then I ran for sophomore class president. I won that. Um, and it's what happened sophomore year that, like, I guess people started noticing because we were really good our class council oh so they kind of they kind of like pulled like a obama on you you know like, kinda like <laughs> at first obama wasn't like in the running but then they heard his 2004 speech and a bunch of people were like this guy should run for president the thing is i really feel you're like, the obama of x xula i feel like i feel like no one knew what you're like no one knew that that's how obama came but dude to, people yeah. people would know this bro no i'm people. just saying I like mean, people over like 30 would know that none of us here are over 30 okay, fine, true, or 25. True, 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 true. But I do remember what you're talking about because that was Obama's breakout moment. He was, I think, running for Senate at the same time that he did that speech. Yeah. 2004. The man pulled a, really Kamala pulled an Obama because Obama didn't, he didn't even finish out his one term and then boom, he became, pre- he ran for president. Wait, Kamala did the same thing? Kamala, she was in her first term. Oh, I forgot, six years. Yeah, six years. Dang. So she was in her first term, didn't finish it out. Ran for pres I uh, ran for president and got VP, which is not bad. Yeah, it's not bad for a black woman. Um, but that's after Hillary literally chipped at that glass ceiling for how many? T- how many times did she run for president? I Maybe three. I remember it got to Two? a point. Oh, I that was once. No, she ran. No, she ran. She in, ran against Obama. She ran against Obama, and that's when the whole like that was messy. I'm not gonna lie. And that's the white white liberal women really showed their true true colors. That that <laughs> that race. I'm just saying that was a mess. <laughs> Wait, but when you made that switch to, I mean, because you did just state that you know you didn't really like, you don't really like business, so it's like I didn't. At you the didn't. Time. Oh, okay, so yeah. You, so now times. you know, like this is what. you're Oh doing. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, like that's another thing is with I was a public health pre med major. Public health was cool, but pre med was killing me, yo. Like it was a very love hate relationship. I mean, chemistry. You just hope that <laughs> when you get out that test, that you you get a maybe a B. I feel I like mean, I feel like chemistry is like the ringer. Like that's that's when like they kind of phase people. Like, I thought it would that's be. Like the, that's like the strip. 
What's that? What's that? The phase those classes. The bottleneck. No, it's like those. Uh, I don't know the word. I think it's I think bottleneck they use. It's like um to weed out weed out weed classes. Out yeah, class, yeah. classes. Yeah. Yeah. Not chemistry. Bio- biology. Straight up. Oh really? Oh yeah. Because like all yeah. the people that complain about at least at UH just like OCHEM. OCHEM. That's like oh yeah. O-chem, that's O-chem. that's like the hard line in the sand. Yeah. No. OCHEM is crazy. But then you also have bi- biodiversity. I don't know if y'all have biodiversity in our school is ridiculous. So it's OCHEM, which we call it Orgo. I can't stand that. And um, biodiversity. Those are the two, like, and we have OCHEM 1 and 2, right? So anyway, no, um, I did not even get all the way there. Um, Before I I switched my major, I um, literally took all non-pre-med classes for my major, and I got a 3.8. And I was like, oh, so I am smart. <laughs> um, so that was kind of like an indicator. Well, aren't you like a business major? So it's like, I mean, what are they like? Is, is business being business really hard? Think about it. It's no, not, honestly, it's a mix. It's it's different. I wouldn't I, like it. It was difficult in the beginning. It's a different side of my brain. I've been pre med since I was nine years old. So, oh, wow. like, I've always been thinking of like, being a doctor. Yeah. So <clears throat> switching over to, oh my gosh, accounting? No, no, sir. Corporate finance. I take that. Uh, this uh, fall I'm not excited um, some classes are fun like organizational behavior I'm taking a class right now called organizational operations of a small business stats one and two is this interesting but it's the econ stats not the regular, regular, regular st- yeah so everything is in the context of business so it's very different um, I say it's just different um, it's not easy that's for sure because we have a lot of um, I think the a lot of the students I see are athletes. Yeah. So they come in business, not wanting to do anything, coming late. By the time they graduate, they're in a suit. They can recite everything they've learned for the past four years. Yeah. So the business division is not easy because they do have a level of excellence in like a standard, which I do yeah, like. Sure they have a standard. Oh, it's yeah. Because like, I feel like you, I feel like UH also has that with Bauer. Oh yeah, yeah Bauer. I think, yeah. I think what they have noticed because um also. I also do remember that I went to UL, ULL, yeah, like on their campus yeah. tour. Um, I, I'm trying yeah. to go to ULL. I want, I want to go see the campus. I heard they have a... Oh, their campus is nice. Uh, they have a swamp. They have a swamp. With yeah. the actual crocodiles in it. It's absolutely ridiculous. I hope there's a gate. Or there's a gate. Yeah, and there's a, yeah, but when we were there, like the gate was... It wasn't that high. It, it wasn't that high. I mean, but the thing is, they can't crawl either. Yeah, true. So they can't like climb, so it's, it's not that serious either. Yeah. But I mean... They said they removed the crocodiles or alligators after once they reach five feet, so it's not that serious. Oh. But yeah, um, but yeah, one thing that I've noticed is that all business centers at each like universities is always the nicest building there. Yeah, so it's nice. Ours is not that way. Oh, really? <laughs> no, sir. Um, so which one? Like, cause like science. The, co- the, oh, okay. the science complex is literally the nicest place to be. Yeah, cause on the college tour, they're talking about how like. Whichever, whatever the school is known for, that's the nicest building that you'll ever see at the school. Yeah. And UH, I guess, is Bauer. I don't know if it's Bauer because I, I used to believe that. But then I was like, wait, it has to be technology. Because if you go mm. to U of H, to the mm. College of Technology is the only college that has three different buildings, buildings. Oh, on three separate locations. Oh, that Ooh. is true. Yeah. Nothing, yeah well, wait, four, right? Even if you're counting Sugarland? Or you're no, Sugar- oh, yeah, okay. Sugarland. Okay, so that's, Sugarland is one. Mm-hmm. The second one is on campus. And the third one is, is, the that annex. Annex, is that annex. I don't yeah, know where oh, you got four from. Oh, I, I thought I was thinking four. Wow. And they're all like very like moderately sized. Yeah. I mean. with Sugarland is nice. Oh, UH just has money. Um, Apparently, they, some people say they do have money. Some people say they don't have money. 
Like so, Renew Couture is still there. That's all that matters. Oh, yeah. And while she was there, life—I don't know—y'all skyrocketed under her leadership. So kudos to her. She deserves every penny she gets. Um, but yeah, no, our science complex is nice. Our business—we don't even have a business building. The business division is in the building. Oh, yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, it's a smaller campus, so like it's not as extensive as UH or UT. Or oh yeah, UH for, had like two yeah, buildings. buildings. For, con- for for comparison, I think your school you said you had three thousand thirty five. Yeah, thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred, and UH has forty eight thousand. Exactly. Oh, so yeah, that's okay, the size yeah, comparison. Yeah. Oh, but um, so um, do you have like any advice that you give to people who like who should like need to get the most out of college? Because I was um on the phone with one of my um church members and he was um talking about he wanted to he's going to school for mechanical engineering mm-hmm. but like kind of like you who's who you, um you said you've been knowing about like you've been like studying pre-med well like knowing about pre-med since like you were nine yeah so that's all you basically knew but he's saying but he's saying that he doesn't know if that's what he wants to do going into college because he's it's like that's all he's known but he's interested in other stuff like art and stuff like that well no he doesn't want to he doesn't want to do art Okay, as like, so just checking. Um, for like something serious, even though you could make money from it, but it's like you know, you could. I'd say going to school for an art degree, you got to be very focused because <laughs> you could do that without a degree, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. there's some things you can do, like you have a high chance of doing that thing well without a degree mm-hmm. versus without. I mean, with yeah, like it, it's almost like is right now it's more people with yeah, his brothers in it so you know I'm yeah trying, i was trying to, to push him to tell him because um to tell him like you know kind of like take the path that i want to say like me favor and i are taking which yeah. is like we're we're um both like in it well doing like information computer, like information yeah. system and stuff like that but Preserving there's art passions. stuff that we also want to do that we're doing like while we're doing our um, oh, yeah and also our our, our degree kind of splits into like I think it's four sections for the last two years mm. where it goes like digital media and then it goes cybersecurity then and then data um, science and then logistics and then logistics. And what you're learning can also infor- inform what you're trying to do too. So like yeah. it helps you out. I would say first um, he needs a mentor or she, who's it? It's Wilson. Oh yeah. Yeah. He needs a mentor. Um, Would you like to be his mentor? Sure. But I mean, I'm not even in this area. I could help him though. But like, yeah. wh- where's he trying to go? He's trying to go. He's going to U of H. Oh, oh. So we should be his mentor. Honestly, all right, all right. for yeah, yeah mentor before, but you know, for I know. Tech, right? it, the the goal of that though, being a mentor, is to explore their past and connect them to people who are where they would like to mm-hmm. look into or they're interested in. So for me, I got connected with my mentor who, and that's why I changed my major because mm-hmm. of her. Um, How'd you meet your mentor? Oh, that's another, okay. So I have a few friends, and one of my friends, she uh, invited me to a lunch. She was like, "Hey, are you free right now?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Okay, meet me at this place. Let's go to lunch." Okay, so we went to lunch, and it was like a, I don't know, like an alumni networking type lunch, mm-hmm. and um, this was sophomore year, and so you know, I, I ate the food, um, and the director of the center who like coordinates that saw me and said, "Hey." So here's the schedule for the rest of the week. These alumni will be here. I said, okay. I went to another event, and she was like, hey, just go to the room and greet everybody in the room. Just be like, hey, how you doing? Table to table. Okay. So I did that and ended up at the last table with the National Alumni Association president mm-hmm. and somebody else. And so he's like, hey, you know, what are you interested in? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm telling him. And he said, oh, 
does he know so and so? I I think we should connect him with so and so. Yeah, do you know so? No, okay, don't worry. I'll don't don't worry. Two weeks later, he connected me with a my mentor right now. Mm. Uh, I shadowed her at a healthcare system where I'm interning with Moyle Herman. Mm. Um, and ever since then, I was like, hey, you know, you might be my mentor. She's like, sure. Is that, some, is that something you have to pay for? Or nope, mm. nope. Mm. Um, but you also have to gauge. So for me. I liked what I was doing. I liked seeing what she was doing. I felt like we had a good vibe going on. Like, okay, she actually likes my company and isn't irritated by me being here. So she can actually, she wants to help me versus mm-hmm. feeling obligated because somebody called her. So, yeah, that's how yeah, I met that's my a big mentor. Key. Don't be annoying. Oh, yeah. But also oh, yeah, ask yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. the necessary yeah. questions. Um, and also... It also, what's your story? It just kind of also reminds me of how important being in the right place at the right time is. Yeah, and like being open to, and like being, I don't want to say outgoing, but just like being, being confident enough to talk to people you don't know. Yeah, yeah and actually. surround yourself with friends yes. who want to succeed and also would like you to, to succeed. Yeah, which is, of course, harder right. than it sounds. Yeah, than it yeah. And that's why, like, for me, it was so crucial to when I first got to college. So, see, I said a mentor. Also, align yourself with the right people. Mm-hmm. When I first got there, my first friend group, it was toxic. Um, and I'm not a, I, I don't like a lot of drama or energy. Oh, yeah, of I'm course. Chill. Like who does? Yeah, You'd be surprised who does in college, man. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. I've, I've had my first year of that. So, <laughs> so, like, for me, I had to, you know, get out of that and kind of... It wasn't until sophomore year that I really found my... Like, okay, you know, these people I could... I actually can hang around on long term. Um, and ever since then, college has been way nicer in terms of the experience. Um, so, yeah, I'd say, you know, be open to new experiences. Connect yourself with a, with a good mentor and surround yourself with friends who actually want to help you and see value in you helping them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, also, be yourself. My gosh. Um, you'd be how you'd be so. I'm, no, I think I don't think y'all would because you're in college. How many times people try to reinvent themselves mm. and i mean i don't blame people for wanting to do that because like they they they, they of, of course try being themselves i'm guessing around the wrong group of people then they mm. see that doesn't work, it doesn't work yeah. and then you know they try to reinvent themselves which is which is also how some people reinvent the, reinvent themselves to being alphas oh god right? and <laughs> being all about that we're red bringing pill. we're bringing back this topic I'm just alphas? Alphas. Yeah, alphas. You know, oh but, so we're gonna do this for every guest now wait so, there's this thing. There's a sect in like on the internet uh-huh. called Red Pill, like Red. Oh, pill Red Pill versus Blue Pill. Yeah, and it's like oh, these guys. Man. These guys that just like it's just like I. I feel like I I explain this in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. It's literally self help coded in misogyny. That's yeah. literally all it is. That's a good way of putting it. Yes. So yeah, that's what that's that's how a lot of people get to fall down that Red Pill pipe, pipeline. They you know try being themselves. It doesn't work. They see that someone else is having more success with what with the goals they're trying to achieve so they try to imitate that person and then they the best way they do that they think that of doing that is by following these red pill coaches these quote-unquote life coaches like, you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah there's a balance to that because imitation is never authenticity of course of you course. have to be careful imitation to me says I'm going to take what Favor does exactly the way he does it and apply it to my life and expect it to work. Right. So I'm trying to be Favor light, Favor plus. I don't know. That's not me. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, if I take what he's doing, pieces of it, 
critically analyze how it can apply to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not imitating. Mm-hmm. I'm simply adopting something that can possibly help me. Dang, but what you see is people come in here, <laughs> people come in, and they have their idols, quote unquote, people that they look up to. Mm-hmm. And instead of looking at adopting some of the things they do, no. Instead, I want to be. I, I want to in favor. I want to be you, and I'm gonna be you, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna do my best, mm-hmm. and it never works out. Right. And so, yeah. I mean, you can't blame people for reinventing themselves, but how do you do that? Mm-hmm. And to what extent? And why? And to what extent? And to, and why? Right. right. Yeah. So for me, uh, <laughs> that's why it's funny. You know, in high school. I just did what I did. People thought I was annoying. I ended up being the president of an organization called HOSA. Mm. Um, yeah. And I was VP, then I was president. And then I, I was two terms for that as well, two and a half years. And HOSA became, you know, NHS is like the big. It like seems like, the, you know, being in positions of power is something like, you know, you're pretty good. Anyway. At. So. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying. Like NHS used to be the top premier organization of, of high school. Yeah. HOSA ended up coming over nhs we had an office next to the principal's office like i had my own office and stuff and um the school and the students saw value in what we did we brought in i think we had like for a student organization in high school you don't think about money in the thousands we had like two thousand plus dollars in our account we were the biggest organization we had so many students Mm -hmm. we opened a middle school chapter for our middle school Um, thanks starting off young two health care fairs yeah two health fairs um, we liaise with like state congressmen, military, to bring them in, and so it was really—I don't know—it was pretty interesting going into college, right, with that mindset of people just kind of discredited me, and I just okay, you know, just did what I did, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, Emmanuel, the president of Hosa, right? Everybody knew Emmanuel, Hosa president. Mm-hmm. And they go to college. You got to start fresh again. Right. Yeah. Nobody like nobody knows. Nobody, yeah. You're in a nobody whole knows different state. Are. And I like that. <laughs> right. I can hide again. Um, and it wasn't that I wanted to be president of anything. It's that I wanted to do meaningful work. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I ran for sophomore class president, I didn't want to run. I wanted to run for VP. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to push my initiatives through the president. Mm-hmm. And some mm-hmm. friends around me were like. Be a Dick Cheney. Okay, all these political. <laughs> <laughs> all, all these like political. No, no, don't know what you're saying. Yeah, I like that one. That's yeah. a good one. Um, and friends were like, you know, Emmanuel, what are you doing? Like, no, what you're saying is what a president would do. So run for that. I'm like, who's finna vote for me? They're like, they voted for you last time for treasurer. You know, I said, L- listen, I'm just going to. I finally decided to do so. And running for a president position automatically makes some people think you're proud. Mm. Oh, you see yourself that way? Like you could be a president? Like you really? Think you you only, like you think you yeah. alone could like solve all the problems or whatever? Exactly. You alone, right? Yeah. And that's the first thing that I deconstructed when I ran. It's never about one person. Right. So that's what kind of helps me when is I realized I I didn't feel like I could be the most popular person in the room or whatever. Mm. Um, now I am, but I never angled for that. That only happened be, really because of the position and the work that I do, right? People see value in that. So if you're yourself and you stay on that track, people will naturally gravitate towards you. Not everybody, the right people. 
Oh, yeah, that's so the problem. That kind of that kind of like um ties into how like you know instead of chasing the rewards you get from doing the habits, like so for let's say for example, yeah. I want to gain um twenty five pounds of muscle. Yeah. So instead of me saying I want to gain twenty five pounds of muscle, you would say, oh, I want to aim to be going to the gym three times a week. Yeah, or something like that. You yeah. know, eating the right food. You you want you know, to get healthier. Out. Yes, you want to. Right. Yeah. So, you know, don't chase the acclaim. Don't chase. Period. Mm-hmm. Just do. <laughs> just do like just do you you know what i mean <laughs> you're funny <laughs> um just do you and and you know i matured a lot from high school till now but i never tried to imitate anyone i would adopt things and say hey maybe this is something i can do y'all see the way i structure my life yeah um, yeah dude no you got you got like your life like unlocked yo, it seems the, like the amount yo the amount of accolades this guy's this guy has i would not be surprised if like his First, this person, you know, corporate position didn't this give guy. him like six figures this out the gate. <laughs> yeah, no, out to the gate. No, bro. I don't know about all that. But like, Dude, you don't have to discount, bro. We hype you up. Like, just let us hype you up. Except the compliments. I you saw this. Oh, hey, y'all, see, y'all see his LinkedIn, bro? It's stacked. Oh, it's stacked. Okay. Link. This guy talks about LinkedIn, LinkedIn. on the podcast. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's that's the that's almost like a social security card number. Honestly, so LinkedIn is a place to go, man. It's so professional. Um, but all that to say, you know, I, I use like the whole story of student government and becoming student body president. It's like a microcosm. It's like a small analogy to life, right? Mm-hmm. And and how you should be, how I should be, and that's how I I am. You know, I don't really, um, I don't run after people. I don't run after friends. You just be yourself. And that's the other thing, right? When you do find those people. Right, they value you. You value them. You make time for them. You know what I mean. They yeah. make time for you instead of you getting wrapped up in in drama and in mess and the people backstabbing you. And you're wondering why. You can attract the right people into your life just by being yourself and not rooting to try to get somebody or trying to, oh, look at me, look at me. It's not about that. Right. People will naturally come to you who are supposed to be in your life and who are supposed to help you. And so that's kind of how it's been with SGA. The appropriate people are in SGA now, right? SGA in our school wasn't really serious or something. something yeah, it depends of. on the president, and depending on the president, you know, the year would be poor or it'd be it'd be good, and students would feel jaded, or sometimes they would really it'd be ineffective. And yeah. literally, all it took was for me to win the first election, and boom! I mean, we doubled our staff. Mm-hmm. Um, interest grew. SGA runs the show now, mm-hmm. right? In the same way, when you find the right people in your life right who are actually there to support you and who stimulate you oh my gosh who actually bring something to your life naturally things will get better right? mm-hmm. you know what i mean so. and also on that note on that note make sure you don't see every relationship as like a transaction like i need to get something i need to gain something crucial so yeah. can you give us an example of that yeah well a good example of it is probably like just pretty much you only being friends with somebody because you know that they're this person or oh, or that, that you can be able to get access to this yeah stuff. like okay you only look at people as how, what i could gain what mm-hmm. i could gain from this person what, what i could gain from you you know like somebody be like okay i could be friends with the man because he's like sga president maybe he could like get me connections with it but you don't have to look at instead of i just like i just want to be around emmanuel because he's a cool person you know would you say that you've ever you know tried ever tried had a way that? to to make friends with someone like be make a relationship with someone just because of what access they had like mm-hmm. what things they had access to to my knowledge no i don't i don't think i have at least from what i 
No, I haven't. Yeah. And also just it also just kinda of seems real grimy. Yeah. It is. You yeah. know, and like I think about it the same way in the relationship with God, right? If you're a Christian, if you believe that's like going to God for the miracles. Oh yeah, true. Right. God I see you you did it for them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you could Ooh, you know, me. if yeah, you could me, that'd be great. Yeah. And so it's like it's not about the miracles. You know, I love God because he's God. He's he's great. He provides structure to my life. He <laughs> he actually is just him. And it's pretty amazing. I want to get to know him more. Yeah. That's how it is in a relationship too. So yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Daniel, your time's up, right? Yeah, it's where I have one minute and forty seconds. All right. Well I guess we could close it out. Had a good pod. We did have a good pod though. Dan- Emmanuel dropped a lot of gems. He really did. And also, it's kinda of interesting. These past even on in our bonus episode, we kinda of end on a positive note. Mm. I like that. You guys got anything to add before we close out? Uh, I mean, no, not really. I mean, I got, um, I'll just say, you know, please try to make use of your time in college. Don't just come to class and then go to your dorm. Do that for four years. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, you will eat. First of all, yeah. actually, many rants. Like, you'll easily see people just being on um, Twitter talking about, oh, college uses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't do anything. Yeah. No one's going to, first of all, no one's coming like this is the i like to say this is like a preview of the real world no one's gonna come after you knocking on your door saying hey you should turn this in hey you should join this club hey you should talk to this person we do not and care. also another tip is like don't limit yourself when you're in college exactly. literally join yeah. jo- you could join any organization and it doesn't yeah. it doesn't have to be part of your major like what are you gonna do tell you no yeah. i'll be like get uncomfortable yeah get uncomfortable and literally me just going to xavier was an uncomfortable thing leaving the state right leaving texas yeah. and going to louisiana it's uncomfortable and that's how life is life is uncomfortable and guess what it's to stretch you it's to, it's to help you grow and so you really have to be your own go-getter yeah right no one is going to be able to do that for you exactly couldn't have said it better myself that's a good ending shout yeah. out to emmanuel thanks for joining the pod my pleasure and also wait one more thing i think it's gonna be I think this is about to be like the second to last episode. Abigail will Abigail's not be here. Good. But don't worry. She's going to be back. She's still in Miami living it up. I guess Daniel wants to do an outro. Daniel, hit the hit the music, I guess. I do. All right. It's been, this is We Just Woke Up. I'm glad, I'm glad y'all enjoyed the pod. Oh,